You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Mark, let's talk about this Reds team. Do you think it's turned the corner from what it went through last year, and do you think that's like a, something they're going to build on? Well, they did finish one game over 500 in the second half of last season, and they would like to build on that and feel like they have turned a corner somewhat. It still remains to be seen, though, if they can actually do that. They, they traded Brandon Phillips, and now they have Jose Peraza as their everyday second baseman, who's still... Although he had a very nice year last year, he still has something to prove. Uh, they're a little thin uh, on the pitching side with Homer Bailey going down. Uh, they're going to have to have two prospects uh, take those last two spots in the rotation. So the lineup looks pretty good. Uh, they have some depth issues on the bench, but it, it does seem possible that they could finally maybe transition out of rebuilding and give, give it a little bit more closer to contending. Uh, they're not quite there yet. I think it could be a kind of a transitional season where they do that, though. Devin Mezrocco's played 18 games the last two years. Uh, is he healthy enough? Is the job his, or does Barnhart have a, have a shot at it, or, is it, or could they trade off? Well, right now, he is seemed to be healthy. Uh, Mezzarocco freely says that right now it's all talk, and it really doesn't matter until he proves himself in the games, and he, he really wants to do that. The plan going into the season right now is if he stays healthy – is that uh, that will give him 50 to 60% of the opportunities to catch and kind of work in a tandem situation with Barnhart, uh, see how it works out, and then maybe gradually get in there. I don't think either one of these guys is going to catch 120 games. They just hope that Mezzarocco is healthy and can contribute. And uh, if not, they're going to have to look at maybe adding some catching depth. Talk about left field. Is it Shevler's job, or does Jesse Winker even have an outside chance of getting in? Actually, left field is Adam Duvall's job. Okay. Uh, they... Adam Duvall proved himself last season to be the uh, everyday left fielder. He was an all-star, but he also demonstrated good defense. Over in right field, Scott Shevler uh, came up after Jay Bruce was traded on August uh, 1st and showed that he could do the job every day. Right now, it's his job to lose. Uh, As for Jesse Winker, uh, they're not ruling out that he can't make the team. They're just saying that he's going to have to force his way on the roster. And, And Winker, I talked to him, and he's prepared to do that. The... You know, you never know what could happen. There could be an injury. Somebody like Shevwork could drop off or have a poor spring. And uh, a guy like Jesse Winker, who's the number three prospect in the organization, could certainly move up and, and take, a, take a job or at least put himself in position to be the first guy called up. The team has lost so many veteran players now that Brandon's off to Atlanta. Does it make a difference, or have they been doing this for the last two or three years? I think everyone's pretty much rolling with the punches on this. They, they've seen guys come and go. Whether it's Johnny Cueto, Jay Bruce, Brandon Phillips, um, they're just Todd Frazier. They just keep leaving, and uh, they seem to have accepted the fact that they're rebuilding. They're excited about the fact that the core of guys that they have are young and talented, and they want to build around those guys. They want to establish themselves this year, show they belong in the major leagues, and then take it going forward from 2018 and beyond. Okay, change at the top was permanent now with the president of baseball operations and the general managers positions like that. Is this a new stamp on this organization with a new outlook on how they're going to put players together? I don't know if it's going to be how new it's going to be, but you definitely see there's a difference. One of the things that Dick Williams did when he uh, kind of got complete control is you, you do sense that he's he might be more aggressive. That was demonstrated with the Dan Straley trade. You, you got a guy who had a breakout year last year off the waiver wire, won 14 games and pitched 191 innings, and his value could not have been higher. The safe move would have been to keep him and have him and keep him in the rotation, have something that you know, a sure thing. And what they ended up doing is they, they struck while his value was at his peak, and they traded him to the Marlins for three prospects. 
Uh, I think that's the kind of things you're going to see going forward. I think they're going to be more willing to, to move guys when they need to, when their value is high, and keep trying to uh, add prospects. And then finally, if, when they start contending, they might take some of these prospects and move them to get veterans. So it's going to be interesting to see how he works. But uh, you definitely think he's going to put his own stamp on the team. Talk about the Central. I mean, you got the World Championship team there. You got a Pirates team that's still very good, and you got a Cardinals team that's always in contention. The Reds know that there's a, they got a long way to go before they're going to be able to contend with these teams. The Reds certainly have an uphill battle to try to stay in contention in the Central Division. The Cubs are certainly the team to beat, but one thing they do have going for them, I don't think the Cardinals and the and the Pirates have made a lot of inroads. I think they might those teams might take a step back this year. It's really a one playoff team division right now the way it looks with Chicago but I don't see St. Louis I don't see Pittsburgh and I don't see Milwaukee uh, going making any threats to go to the playoffs so the Reds have an opportunity here to establish themselves in the division and and, and see if they can finish third or second even but I probably more likely third or fourth and if they can do that I think they'd be pretty happy especially if they can get as close to uh, 500 as possible 75 wins would not be uh, out of the question last question with Bronson Arroyo if he's healthy he, he, he told me the other day, it's like, if I'm healthy and I can contribute, I'm great. If I have one more setback, I'm grabbing my guitar and going home. Yeah, it's really, for Bronson Arroyo, it's it's uh, make the team or bust. He really has no middle ground. You're not going to see him toiling in the minors and trying to hang on for every last thread of baseball. Uh, he kind of plainly said the hitters will let him know if he's able to pitch in the major leagues again. He hasn't pitched in the big leagues in two years. He's coming off of a shoulder and an elbow surgery. And he's a different kind of guy. When some pitchers come to camp and they're throwing 84 miles an hour, you might say they're washed up. But with Bronson Arroyo, that might be fine for him. He could you know, use his deception. He, he's not afraid to throw any pitch in any count. And he can still fool hitters, possibly. And if he can do that, uh, he may have a chance to make this team. Do the Reds have any breakout players right now? Some guys who couldn't really open his eyes? Or is it still a little too early? If he makes the team, Amir Garrett could be a real breakout sensation. He's a left-handed pitcher, one of their top prospects. He's the number two prospect in the entire organization, and he's competing for one of those two starting spots. Even though he's only has a half season of AAA experience, uh, they're really excited about him. He, he can throw 96 miles an hour. He's got a long arm that hides the ball pretty well and comes on top of hitters pretty quickly. So if uh, he could have a breakout season... Uh, Jose Peraza with a full year uh, as a regular second baseman has a chance to break out and become an, an established baseball, uh, major league baseball player and uh, and then then have to see they, they hope that they some of these other young guys can like Cody Reed or Robert Stevenson can also after some struggles last season show that they belong here and maybe be the prospects that they, they expect them to be MLB.tv Premium the number one live streaming sports service is celebrating 13 years watch every out of market regular season game live or on demand in true HD real time highlights live look ins pitch tracking widget and more MLB.tv Premium includes a free at bat 15 subscription watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices watch at home in the office or on the go every night on every Every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.